Social Strategy Podcast, episode 53. Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, where it's all about making the most of your business with smart tips on what's working now in social media, online business, and good old-fashioned networking. And now your host, who's also known as Ross PR on Twitter, Vernon Ross. Hey everyone, this is Vernon Ross and welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, bringing you the best in online business, social media, and good old fashioned networking. And in this interview, I've got a treat for you guys. You know, it's not all the time that you really start thinking about the legal stuff that goes behind your business, especially as bloggers and podcasters. It's just not something that we consider. So when I had a chance to talk to this next guest, number one, her background is amazing. So unlike we normally do, I'll give you a quick little intro and then we'll go into the interview and I'll be able to do an intro. We didn't, when we start talking, we were at New Media Expo. We just went right into a conversation. I didn't get a chance to do an intro or anything else like that. So you guys are going to start right in the middle of our conversation, but you'll pick it up very quickly. It was a great conversation. I learned a lot. There was a lot to consider when you start talking about music and podcasts and images and blogs. And there's just a plethora of information in here. But my next guest, Nellie A. Kalp, is really interesting. This woman and her husband built a business, and then sold it for $20 million. And they started back in like the the mid-90s, like 95, 97, somewhere right, right around there. They built a company. They uh, were both in law school. Husband was obsessed with computers. I'm, I don't know, really know what the other business was. We didn't get too much into that. But they built a $20 million business and sold it to Intuit. And then from there, they actually formed CorpNet. She's a regular contributor to Forbes, an entrepreneur, and Mashable. She's also a regular guest on Fox Business Center. Nellie is really amazing. And you wouldn't be able to tell from looking at her. She has a very unassuming personality, and she's so nice and down to earth. But she knows her stuff. I was really happy to talk to her, and it was such a treat to just get to sit down and just go through some of this, the knowledge that this woman had. It was an amazing opportunity. I was so glad that she wanted to take the time to come onto the podcast and share with us about how to not get in trouble. And she's just an amazing solopreneur. They built this from the ground up. So from zero to 20 million, sold it, retired, changed their mind because they got bored and then started CorpNet, which is also raking in the dollars. She is an amazing entrepreneur, and I'm so glad you guys are getting a chance to spend some time with her, learning from her, and learning what you should do for your business. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get right into the episode, and I will see you guys on the back end. different than a trademark. Copyright is protecting any content that's written or broadcasted, but it has to be uh, original material. So, for example, your podcast probably has a website that people go on. So that website is copyrighted. And what it protects is it's, it's basically protecting you from somebody else going and copying the content mm-hmm. that's original work of authorship from your site and right. basically publishing it on their site yeah. and taking credit right. or in my case as a blogger like for example I create I write fresh content daily mm-hmm. and I publish it on my blog 
So in order for somebody to be able to take my content and republish it on their website or their blog, they have to obtain a right from me, whether it's a license or a non-exclusive right or an exclusive right, to repurpose it and give credit to the original source. And it's really easy to do that, but basically copyright registration prevents the copyright owner from somebody else going and copying their content and taking credit as if it was their own work. So the little copyright thing at the bottom of a WordPress site that automatically comes on there when you install it, and it'll replace the whatever the generic is with your name or whatever the name of the website is. That's a great question. So is that actually a copyright? It is a copyright. However, and the other thing is is that one of the frequently asked questions that we get Mm -hmm. is, well, if you automatically, you know, by putting that copyright symbol under whatever content you write with the date that it was originally created, if, if I immediately automatically get a copyright towards that content, then why should I actually register? Right. And the answer to that question is that, yes, although you get it, if somebody actually copies your copyright, mm-hmm. you have a much stronger case to obtain damages from right. somebody else. Because you've actually filed the copyright yes. paperwork. Yes. So although you have it, then you would have to prove that you did it yes. versus you file the paperwork and yes. it's already a yes. record and you go, Correct. look, I have a filed copyright yes. for this and so because I do, yes. you stole this. You need yes. to cease and desist and it's actually stronger Got than it. just yeah. send and assist, yeah. cease and desist. And I believe it or not, I've been on that. I've really? been oh on the God. wrong end of it. Yeah, because you know I'm a small business owner and I run you know a team of web developers who are working with me and with my first business, you know, we told our web developers, hey, take a look at the site, look at their technology, but we don't want to copy it. Right. We want to have you take a look at it and do something better. Well, the stupid developer went and copied it. Yeah, copied and code. I got caught, you know? Wow. And, you know, I had to pay damages for it because they had a valid copyright. Oh so, I mean, this stuff happens and yeah. it's real deal. Or even an image, you know, like, yeah. for example. Oh, we get bloggers get in trouble about that all the time, right? Always, yeah. you know, because they're using images associated with their blogs, mm-hmm. but they don't have a license to use that image right. or they use it without permission. You're going to get Getty Images is like huge for suing. Yeah, I know they are. So when you start talking about rights to use stuff, I find an image on Google or it's a, uh, it's a Flickr image or some image sharing website and I give attribution back to the person that created that content. The only way that I actually avoid getting in trouble is if that's Creative Commons license, right? Exactly. So if it's a private image and just because I link back to their site, that doesn't make it okay. No, it doesn't make it okay. It really? has to be a free image that's uh-huh. in the commonplace um, or you have to get like an express written permission from whoever it is that you want to post their image right. to be able to use that. Interesting. So do you know as far as podcasters and music? Because it's one of the things that podcasters always talk about. I want intro and outro music. I want to use this popular song that I've heard no, on the radio. Can I use 20 seconds of it? And they're like... You will get in trouble. Really? Because I'll tell you why. Again, I do a ton of videos. Mm-hmm. right? And I was trying to do a video 
like about my story and I love like Kelly Clarkson's you know right. doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah. and then I went to my video guys and I said hey I want to use this video you know and then they said no you can't you have to if you wanted to use this one you're going to have to pay a ton of money to license it out which you can right. but again you can't just use it you have to obtain the rights and the permission right. to using it and paying a fee for it or you can purchase background music that again is either free to use or you pay a fee but it's a much smaller fee right. you know but oh, wow. all of this stuff can truly bite you in the, yeah yeah i've wondered about that i did a video and you know those video creation services where they'll include the background music they claim that it's free to use but if you upload the videos to youtube sometimes youtube will come back and say hey this is copywritten music that you've used in your thing are you sure you have rights to use it? Why does that kind of stuff happen? Do you know about that? Where even though it's supposed to be on a website and included in a bunch of music that they say you can use, which should you still follow up and check? In my opinion, if you have a viable business that's mm-hmm. creating a revenue stream and you're out there and you have assets that they can potentially come after, which includes your business mm-hmm. and the profits of your business, right. my recommendation to you would be to always do your due diligence if you're going to be utilizing content, mm-hmm. images, music, imagery, anything it is for your own personal use, right. um, for your videos or anything for you to make a profit on. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to be ending on the wrong end of yeah. a copyright infringement or oh trademark infringement. Yeah, this makes me nervous even yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. So let's take a step back. We've asked a lot of, you've answered a lot of questions. Tell me a little bit about how did you even get into this industry? How did you get started? <laughs> It was back in 1997 mm-hmm. whereby my husband and I were both going to law school and we were going to different law schools and I came home one day and my husband was just very, 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 he's a techie, you know, he loved computers mm-hmm. and he always knew he was going to be doing something with computers and he loved compartmentalizing documents on his Microsoft platform, you know, on right. his computer. So one day he was in his corporations class and he was getting a really bad grade and he was listening to his corporations teacher and they were saying how incorporating, starting businesses, setting up LLCs online is like kind of the hot industry right now. So back in 1997, it was the birth of the internet and, you know, internet was just beginning, you know? Yeah. And so (laughs) what happened? I know. So, you know, I came home one day and he's like, hey, you know, I got this really cool idea. It literally takes $100 to invest in purchasing a domain name and he decided to purchase a domain name from Sky Dayton at Earthlink Mm -hmm. and put up a one-page website and Mm -hmm. then he just started sharing content. And believe it or not, social media wasn't even out there back then. We were one step ahead of the game where we were just publishing content and useful content, tips, resources as to how to start businesses online in all 50 states, um, how to incorporate, how to form an LLC. And then soon thereafter, our website was born with our first company and we got our first 
first client. And, you know, we just started, you right. know, from our two-bedroom apartment. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then the business grew to where it was doing nearly a million dollars in gross sales, fast forward 2005, and we were approached by a publicly traded company, mm-hmm. and we sold, and we decided we wanted to step back, retire, focus on our then-growing children, right. and after our non-compete ran out in 2009, we decided we loved small business, we were too young, too passionate, too motivated and frankly too bored to take on an early retirement. So we decided to come and start all over again with our current company, Mm CorpNet.com. And basically what CorpNet offers is we help small business owners, startups, entrepreneurs in assisting them with filing the paperwork they need to start businesses Mm -hmm. online, whether it's a sole proprietorship, partnership, corporation, or LLC. We offer the service in all 50 states. And what makes us different from our competition is that, you know, authenticity is what really sets us apart. Mm-hmm. You know, we offer a service that's powered by setting the standard for providing excellence and customer satisfaction and truly being genuine and sincere mm-hmm. and authentic about solving the client's needs, you know, and being a problem solver for the small business owner. Right. So I'm sure you get the question all the time. So what makes your site? different than the other site that I'm not going to mention that's popular that was started by this <laughs> famous attorney guy. Oh, you know what? I will say it. You know, <laughs> you know we don't really like to compare ourselves to any of our competition, but mm-hmm. again, LegalZoom has established a brand for themselves, and truly what makes us different is that we are strictly focused on small business. We mm-hmm. love small business, and we are a one-stop shop for the small business owner, where we do everything by helping the small business owner, entrepreneur, startup, by setting up a business, helping them run the business, grow the business, and also keeping the business in compliance. And we do it in all 50 states. And frankly, what makes us different other than our competitive pricing is that, you know, we're real humans. It's not a bunch of automated emails and automated messages. You actually can call and speak to a live expert Monday through Fridays from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And frankly, we'll solve your problem, whatever it is. And if we don't know the answer, we'll get you the answer. And that's truly how we build a name brand for ourselves. We don't do any advertising, unlike our competition. Oh, yeah, they're all over everywhere. Yeah, we don't do it. I mean, really, our main source of marketing model is through social media, my own social media handles, and my own personal social engagement, Mm -hmm. being a small business influencer expert, and really sharing my personal experience as a small business owner, entrepreneur, with other small business owners, and writing for a ton of different outlets, Mm -hmm. and truly sharing my expertise and my knowledge and wisdom, and educating small business owners. It's interesting, because, I mean, your story, you guys started as law students. Yes. And did you ever, like, practice law full-time, or did you guys build your business right from 
hey, this is what we want to do, and just, just kind of kept going from there. So myself, I actually never practiced law, uh-huh. and I'm not admitted to the bar, and I'm not a practicing attorney. My husband, however, is an attorney, and oh, cool. he does practice law, but he shies away from it because that's not really where his passion right, is. Right. His passion is more on creation and innovation mm-hmm. of creating applications that will simplify the small business owner's life and right. you know, be a solver to the problem of whatever it is that that small business owner pain point is. Yeah, it's an interesting service. We were talking about one of the podcasters that was here with me. There's a dilemma that goes on with Amazon and people that have Amazon. I thought you gave a really interesting answer to kind of this pre-question I asked about people want to or they have revenue streams set up from Amazon. So if I would have an author on, I would say, hey, if you guys want to go get this book, you can find it out on Amazon. The link's in my show notes. Just click on that link. It's part of an affiliate program, and we'll get a little bit of credit for it, but definitely buy it through us. You can't do that in Missouri anymore from where I'm from and several other and states. several other states. Too, right. So, of course, the solution is set up your business somewhere else. How hard is that to do, and do you guys help with that? So we help with setting up a business in all 50 states. And as I mentioned earlier, a podcast is just a type of business. So, And podcasters use Amazon as a platform in those states that... You know, Amazon is allowed to be used as a platform, but in those states such as Missouri where Amazon is not available to the podcaster, right. podcasters should definitely consider legitimizing their business into a corporation or an LLC. LLC, if they want minimal formalities but mm-hmm. still want that liability protection right. and the added tax benefits available to that small business owner if they set up themselves as an LLC. Right. Or the S corporation, if that podcaster qualifies and mm-hmm. meets their requirements to become an S corporation and doesn't really mind the corporate formalities that go with a corporation. Right. But again, no matter how small your podcast is, and if Amazon is not available in your state, I would again definitely urge that podcaster to check with their accountant or financial advisor and consider incorporating themselves or setting up their podcast as a corporation or LLC because mainly you're separating yourself from the liabilities of the podcast because again you are publishing content and that content could become libelous or defamatory if it's published in an erroneous way and somebody can come and sue you and as a small business owner if you're not set up as a corporation or an LLC then they can potentially go after your personal assets which can involve your house your car personal savings account retirement and um, so by setting up as a corporation or LLC you're creating a separate entity you're creating a corporate shield and protecting yourself from being sued personally and being personally liable right yeah I think you've said a couple things that podcasters need to pay attention to number one basically you're like get out of the basement and treat your business like it's a real business correct and not like it's just a hobby absolutely um Make sure you have all the legal documentation in place so that you're not liable for someone else bad-mouthing someone on a podcast, which happens a lot. It happens a lot. You have a guest mention some other guest or mention some other person who may have never been on the podcast, and it could be 
something I never considered. It could be considered defamation. Yes, exactly. Wow. Or it could be libelous. And yeah. here's the bottom line is when there's a reputable online company such as the one we provide here at CorpNet.com, we can definitely do all the legwork mm -hmm. for you and take all the pain and hassle out of having you deal with legitimizing your business. Right. I mean, truly, we're just a phone call away. And you can contact us and have us take care of all this paperwork for you and help you legitimize your business so that you can focus on what you do best, which is starting your podcast, growing your podcast, and establishing a brand name and a presence for your podcast. And then once your corporation or LLC is set up, don't forget, and this is actually something that I spoke about in a session here at the NMX show yesterday, which is IP protection, you yeah. know, which is definitely a relevant topic for bloggers, podcasters, anyone in the content creation industry or media yes. industry, which is don't forget about considering trademark protection or copyright protection mm -hmm. for your podcast blog or website as well. All right, awesome. Well, Nelly, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I think you gave us a ton of good information. This is a lot of the information that you had in your session. So if people missed it, they'll be able to catch it here on the podcast because, I mean, there's some awesome information that you gave. But I think the service is something that's needed. And from just looking at it, it's really, really affordable to do pretty much everything that you need to do to get your business legitimately set up. So very excited that I got a chance to talk to you. Thank I you do appreciate so you coming on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for the opportunity. And, again, if for any reason anybody missed my session mm -hmm. or would like to get a hold of me directly, you can always visit us online at www.corpnet.com. Awesome. I have a great blog on our website that publishes all this content and much more about how to start a business, how to protect your personal assets, what is liability protection, right. and how to protect yourself awesome. as a blogger, podcaster, or you can direct message me on Twitter at Corpnet Nelly. What's your Twitter handle again? It is at Corpnet Nelly. Okay, are you guys on Instagram? And, uh... Yes, we are on Instagram. I'm personally on Instagram at Corpnet Nelly, or the company is mm -hmm. at Corpnet Inc. And what about Facebook? Facebook, we are on Facebook, both personally Nelly Acalp, or the company page is at Corpnet. That'll work. Well, everybody knows where to find you, and I really do appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's my pleasure. Thank All you right. for the opportunity. No, no worries. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of New Media Expo. You too. All right, thank you. All right, so that was really good. You know, there are some amazing things that I just would have never considered as a podcaster slash blogger that you can get in trouble for and need legal protection for. Like if a, a guest talks smack about another guest on your show and that person is offended, they could come after your show for libel and for broadcasting that stuff on the air. It is amazing that that kind of stuff can happen. I just had no actual idea that it could be that serious. So definitely some things to consider when you start talking about, you know, what you're doing legally as your blog or as your podcast. The music thing. I know that's a point of interest for a lot of people. And being able to not necessarily use music, even if you only use 30 seconds or so, I've heard that before. And I've actually done that on a couple of songs but I don't think it's a good idea. If you notice, the music that I use in the podcast, I actually reached out to the band that plays that music and said, hey, can I use this for my podcast? I would love to. I'll give you a link back to your SoundCloud or to your Facebook page, whatever you want to link back to. Is it okay if I use this in pieces of your music for my intro and outro music? 
And I have an email from them saying, oh, yeah, sure, it's fine. You know, it's great. Thanks a lot for the support because they wanted the support that I was giving them by putting another link to their stuff and talking about them. And I, I actually really, you know, do like this group. So, you know, it's a win-win for everyone, uh, which is which is great. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not uh, about, well, I'm actually happy that uh, I did that because that has probably saved me uh, from getting sued. Anyway, that was an awesome interview uh, from Nellie. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you guys check out our Instagram page. She has some pretty interesting pictures out there. And uh, I think she's a bit of a wild child. Uh, you know, uh, she she's fun. She was fun to talk to. And I really did enjoy talking to her and some of the other people there at the Corpnick booth. So lots of fun in New Media Expo. Even though this was done at New Media Expo, I think this is one of those evergreen interviews that you can come back to and listen to over and over again to pick up little details about things you need, especially when you start considering your legal stuff and what you want to do, what you want to take care of and the, and the things that you just want to make sure you handle. So, you know, with that, I wanted to also talk to you guys about lynda.com. Lynda.com, as you guys know, is a sponsor of the show. And I've been talking about Lynda now for the past few months. And it's a really good site. You know, it's one of those sites that if you're looking to learn about Twitter, if you're looking to learn about Photoshop, if you want to learn about web page design and JavaScript and all of that stuff is out there. And it's in really deep dive detail that you're going to be able to go from basically step zero all the way through some advanced stuff, especially if you're into into coding and programming or app development. There's all kinds of stuff out there. Over 3,000 courses on lynda.com that you can take advantage of right now. Just use promo code. As a matter of fact, go out to lynda.com forward slash Ross. There is no promo code. Go right to that URL, lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com forward slash Ross, and you can take advantage of a 10-day free trial to drive it around the block, kick the tires or whatever you do when you drive something around the block to test it out. But yeah, drive it around, kick the tires, let me know what you think. It's an awesome opportunity, and uh, I really am grateful to Linda for being a sponsor of the show, and I hope you guys take advantage of it. I know a few of you guys have, and I've gotten some awesome feedback from some of the stuff that you've learned on lynda.com. So take a moment, check it out, lynda.com forward slash Ross for a 10-day free trial. Also, make sure you look at the friends of the podcast. Spreaker is one of the friends of the podcast, and they are offering a 30-day 30 days, an entire month broadcaster account. And for that, you just use my last name, Ross. So when you go to sign up for Spreaker, you're going to see a little place for a promo code. Just enter in Ross. And you're going to get 30 days of a broadcaster account for free. That's increased space, increased download stuff. I mean, increased broadcasting time, anything that you can get for that broadcaster account, you're going to get it and you're going to get it for 30 days. So you can really try it out, upload your podcast via RSS or create episodes right on the platform. They've got some neat tools for mixing and editing and, and doing stuff live. If you guys missed, we did a live broadcast from New Media Expo a couple weeks ago and it is up on the site. So just look for that. And uh, yeah, I really do like Spreaker. I love it for the listening ability and I like everything about it. So it's just a, it's a really good platform. You can even host your own podcast right from the Spreaker platform. Uh, I know I talked to a few people about it. Some, some people aren't ready to do that. I may end up doing some exclusive Spreaker podcast 
for some spinoff stuff that I want to do that, you know, I'm not going to necessarily immediately launch it on iTunes. Spreaker is another option for that. So definitely something to consider. I really do enjoy using the platform. Another new platform that I've run into that I wanted to talk to you guys about was Clamor. Now, Clamor is this really unique platform that gives you a brief like overview of what you're doing for your, you know, for your podcast or, you know, what what people can listen to. So it's spelled C L A M M R and it's a 15 second little snippet up to 15 seconds. I think it's actually up to 18 second snippet of your show. So people can go through, listen to a bunch of snippets from your show to decide whether or not they're interested in it. And then from there link directly to your show. It's neat. I've been talking to the guys from clamor. They have me featured in one of the business sections or one of the, like the new sections that all users get into to see how I like the platform. So far, it's been really good. I've uploaded a couple clamors. I'm going to be uploading a few more. Just had to go back and kind of edit some of the stuff to 15 seconds so that you can get a really good idea of what it is that we're talking about. You don't have to do a lot of editing. They've got a uh, mobile app for iOS, and it also works on um, you know in the in the browser in, in your web browser. So very neat company. I really do like what Clamor is doing, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they continue to do stuff. I've got some Meerkat episodes coming up and also some Periscope episodes coming up for you guys so that you can find out exactly what is going on with these platforms and how to use them, how to use them for business, and how to take advantage. It's, it's an interesting uh, dynamic using Periscope and, and Meerkat. I like the way that Meerkat is organized a little bit better than I do um, Periscope. You you seem to be able to do more, and there seems to be more of a community around Meerkat. Maybe it's because it launched first. I'm not really sure, but I know I do enjoy the platform, and I hope that you guys are using it. And what was it that I found tonight? Uh, someone was looking at a Meerkat and um, said something about a mirror streamer or something. <laughs> I forget what it was. There's a bunch of little terminologies now coming up around these streaming platforms. And it's just odd. And I'm not going to get into a whole conversation about streaming because it's it's interesting. And I'm looking to get some one of the more popular people. I think she's in the top 30 people on Meerkat right now. She's also a very popular YouTuber and actress. So look for that interview. It's going to be coming up soon. I'm going to have so much fun with that. And a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned Social Strategy Academy. Now, Social Strategy Academy is something I've put together, and it's to go into more of a deep dive. Bunch of different instructors coming in and teaching about a particular subject. LinkedIn is one of my specialties and one of the things that I really enjoy, and I have a LinkedIn course in there. I also have a networking course that I'm putting the finishing touches on. I'm going to be recording some stuff there, so definitely look forward to the networking course. It's going to be coming out soon. Right now, I am keeping the prices low. The LinkedIn course is only like 27 bucks. Go check it out. There's some free stuff out there. Socialstrategyacademy.com. I am so excited about this because finally, after a year in the Andrew Warner interview, I have a course on a platform. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back or just go out to the site, search for Andrew Warner, and you'll see exactly 
what I'm talking about. Anyway, guys, I have run on long enough. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I do appreciate you listening to the podcast. Check me out on Instagram at Ross PR, on Meerkat at Ross PR, at Ross PR on Periscope, at Ross PR everywhere, of course. And I will see you in the next episode.